0: I
1: can't see you yet. Hi, how's it going? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you well. Wait, I can't hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you, yeah. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. Yeah, you don't need
0: headphones. Uh, I was just introducing uh, you to everyone, I was talking uh, to them a little bit about what we do and I also spoke about uh, the kind of work you've done. But I'll let you take over. Yeah. Uh, can you talk to me about photography and how you got started?
1: Okay, so I'm actually a travel, photographer, travel and uh, space photographer um, and I've been shooting professionally in the sense I've been making money off it since 4 years now. Um, and it all started with, I think, in college when I went to Symbiasis to do an audio course, you know. Because I was so passionate about music. And then just uh, going to the college, I realized that, you know, the three-year course and the end of the course is when they have, like, an audio module for, like, two weeks. Um, and they, they had asked everybody to bring a camera, a DSLR camera. And then I just had some brilliant friends around me who were so blessed with photography and film in general and just, like, caught up to me. and. And I've been shooting since then. And that was twenty thirteen. and then um, in between those three years, one of my friends asked me, "Like, hey, you know what? You're decent enough in this. Like, why don't you do so this as a living?" And I was like, "Oh my God! Like, I can actually do this as a living." You know, the whole point of like going into the media was to like escape from uh, engineering. So it was like um, that's how I sort of got into photography. And then after college, I came to Bombay, and then um, I interned at you know one of the places to work on in our family that was my foray into like travel photography and uh, I've been doing travel since and- then.
0: So let me actually ask you a little bit about that. That creative confidence to leave yes. the engineering behind and pursue a vocation that's not, yeah. uh, I would say, not uh, supported as, as much uh, amongst par- by parents and by the society. You know, being a photographer right now is not considered a vocation Vocation that is sustainable <laughs> over a long period of time. So how did you gather the yeah, creative yeah. confidence to be able to do that?
1: Yeah, you know, more than creative confidence, I was I just knew that I would be really happy if I wasn't, you know, doing something I didn't love. And for me, like, I am actually super lazy in general, but if I love something, I like, obsess and invest so much of my time into it. So I just, like, when I realized, okay, you know, what? I was so confused all of my, you know, childhood. When I realized that um, this is what I wanted to do, then everything just became easy. So I think, you know, anybody who has their heart in something they want to do, they should just, like, jump and grab it. because. It's not something that you do for 5 years or like 10 years, it's something you do for like your lifetime. So right. if you don't have fun with it then it's just gonna be like really boring. I think. So that's, so for me I didn't think so much like oh I need to follow my heart, for me it was just like hey I love this and I want to keep doing this you know. So that's simple as that. But yeah, I understand nice. that you know I might get pressure from my fam, uh, from my family in the initial sort of like you know what are you doing, like but this right. is the character to do, all of that but after a point they were like okay you know what let him be he's having fun he's happy you know just like he'll do good and once they realized that then you know i was also at peace so So when
0: did you know for a fact that this could be a career you can make when was the first commission you got or was the first photography piece of photography that you sold or where you get a claim? when did you know i
1: i think i i think even i wasn't sure so i remember in you know when i was just starting all of this out and my college wanted to do an internship, wanted me to do an internship, so he made all the places, you know, I said, okay, you know what, what's the best out there, you know, can I crack it, and at that, time, it was like NGO Traveler, and I was so shocked, they were like, hey, do you want to like come intern with us? so that's when I realized that, hey, okay, they might be seeing something in this, so I think let's give it a shot, that's when I realized, when I cracked that internship, and I did a body of work over there that got picked up by bus speed, and it just like went, went all over the place, that's when I knew, okay, you know what, this could, this could work out. Um, that specific point, yeah.
0: That's super cool. Can we now dive into some of your work? So, I want to understand how you start yes. of, sort of build something from scratch, a subject matter, how you get inspired. So, I'm going to switch the camera around. I'm going to walk uh, yeah, the audience sure. through a specific uh, field of work that you've done. You can walk me through everything from the storytelling aspect of it to what each shot entails. Let me just get started.
1: Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, uh, let's start with the foraging one, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly.
0: Right.
1: So. Okay, uh, do you want to show the whole thing first? And then we'll quickly Sorry. like quickly breeze through the whole thing so I can tell you what this is. Yeah. So this is actually a trip I took uh, in Ladakh recently with one of the chefs from this uh, restaurant called Mars. The whole concept is like farm to table. So we um, just breeze the whole thing quickly, you know, like quickly so that like, people get an idea of what this is. And we can start with like singular imagery so that's the entire shoot essentially what it is this is um, like i went with prateek and the team to gadak uh, and then the ingredients that we picked over there we took it back to the restaurant uh, and you know did it for their anniversary menu so it was like it was one of the best like like it was such an amazing experience to do this uh, with the entire team and to actually you know like i've heard so much about like farm to table but to see a team like going from mass to like the borders of like india and pakistan uh, and to like forage these ingredients and bring it back and doing some crazy things with it. It was it was, it was was like one of the best shoots I've ever had, you know, like creatively, uh, just for the soul, everything, it was just like beautiful. So uh, I think, yeah, I think that was the lavender that we picked up from the place. You keep, uh, keep strolling. So to build the idea also, like, okay, why are we there for, you know, like, it's a road trip, we were going through bikes, um, keep rolling. So it is a mix of uh, ingredient shots, it's a mix of like uh, process, mix of portraiture, um, so to really, yeah, see that that's a process picture, you know, we uh, took all of those uh, ingredients in ice boxes all the way to Delhi and then Bombay. And that's Sibuktan, so this is like in the wilds, uh, can you go back? Okay, so this is actually Pratik um, talking to the local, you know, They're collecting all the information about stuff in that area. Um, and I think that's also an important picture because it's not just going and foraging. Hi, sorry,
0: I think we've had some connection issues. I'll just wait for him to rejoin. I'll keep scrolling through his work while he comes back. But uh, as you can see, there's some fantastic... Hi, you're back. Sorry, I lost you in the middle.
1: Yes, so uh, that's actually um, apricot juice, you know, that was prepared. So Pratik is talking to different, different people, tasting different stuff. And he's essentially like going to the corners of uh, the country and um, just experiencing life and bringing that back onto the uh, restaurant. Yeah, can you just scroll down the whole batch, the whole batch of images? We can look it in a macro view. Yeah. Okay, great, this is, yeah, okay, down, 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 yeah, so that's actually, I mean, that is the topography that we, you know, it's two bikes, so Pratik and his team, and to really, you know, when you look at travel specifically, it's, um, that's why I love shooting it, it's it's not just landscape, it is, um, it's portraits, it's landscape, it's food, it's a combination of all of these things, so that's very important, you know, to somebody seeing, uh, the work needs to feel like they are there and that's essentially my job if somebody feels like hey you know what I want to book a flight and go there possibly after all the coronavirus is over so that's like me talking to people in the market and um, so it's a mix of all of this and that's why I especially love shooting travel rather than being restricted to like one type of work you know. Let me
0: actually uh, so, uh, challenge you on that because I, I, I think some of the best work you've done is actually in terms of portraiture and people as well. I'm gonna actually switch up to your uh, Kusti uh, images and can you talk me yes, about that yeah. as well because I think that's uh, something you're passionate about as well.
1: Okay. Yeah. So uh, this is, uh, I think this was done in uh, 2016 uh, before uh, Dangal. And, Everything released, and I was in Pune at that time in college. And this was during the end of the Nadu internship. Um, I was looking for a subject matter that was visually super pleasing, and I was always in the search. And I think I got a lead from from my friends in Pune, saying, "You know, this is actually the oldest akhada in India." So I remember uh, randomly popping in, and at that point, five years back, I didn't even know how to speak Hindi. So I took a friend along, and uh, then, like I. Remember, just coming in, this beautiful light streaming. This was around nine o'clock, and I just asked them, you know, hey, you know what? I'm here for this purpose. I'm uh, right now a student, but I'm intending to show this body of work in a magazine. Can I just shoot you guys? Like, I don't. I just want to be a fly on the wall. You know, just shoot this amazing, amazing like light and the action, all of it. So, um, and that's how this came. I think this was we shot this for almost like two, three hours, and that's about it. Uh, and this w- body of work also went all over the place. And this was before all the Kushti movies released this five years back. So, but to go back to your point of portage, that's what I love to shoot because I feel like one of the privileges of doing a work like this is uh, talking to people of like different um, profiles and different like uh, streams of life, and that's why I love shooting portage because I can talk to them and it's a it, it becomes a lot more fun. You know, like I learn a lot more from that process. Um, can, and can we you talk know these guys, dedicated. storytelling
0: as well. So I'd love to know uh, because obviously you know this is parts of India that is uh, unexplored by most of us that live in Bombay, and this kind of gives us exposure. Like you said, of us having been there, met these people, etc. The capturing emotions yeah. on these people's faces—they're going to war basically. They're going to get. I mean, I can't even imagine being in a ring with one of these guys. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: You know, so, yeah. at least my website, you know, uh, everything I try to actually story tell even the sequencing of the images. So, if you go to the macro view, go to the macro view actually. And there are multiple ways to like tell a story. But here, if you notice, uh, I don't know if it'll actually come as yeah. landscape. No, oh, the other one. You know, it's a sequence of like you said, it's a sequence of images of people going to war, you know. It is them prepping in the, in, in, it's almost like a gladiator film. So, first one is uh, him in action. There are two people here, okay? There are two people and the second, third image actually is they're prepping themselves with the mud on them and then they do a, a initial sort of round and then it gets really like really intense after a point, okay? This is still, they're just still grooving into it, grooving into it. And then it goes intense, this guy like throws the other guy out in the next frame. So, uh, this is actually a sequential um, uh, story of an entire fight, at least that's how I wanted to like place it. Can we talk about this one? Oh, this was <laughs> this actually, you know, it was so interesting at, at some point. Um, it, this is towards the end of the fight and especially I love this image because it seems like it's blood dripping, but it's actually the sweat and the mud. So, um, it is actually one of my favorite uh, shots from the entire series, and, and I wanted to do something, uh, go back, go back. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's, it's actually a blur and out of focus, and I think I wanted to show a little bit of like motion also in the frames. If I were to shoot this entire subject right now, I might just shoot it in blurs, because to show that intensity even further, Um, But at that point, I think this was actually a mistake that I didn't put in the selection then. Uh, When I was looking through the folders now, um, I put it back up. But uh, in terms of storytelling, it's actually a sequence, the entire sequence, you know. Yeah, and this is the end, you know, when he is is going around and making sure the mud is like flat.
0: No, this is fantastic because this actually is a great way to show that it's ended and the story is over. And it seems like a cinematic yeah. ending to, like, to everything.
1: Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's also important, like, you know, even when you shoot film to, like, what is the beginning, middle and end, you know, even in photography, I think it's important to show the ages. You set the context when, when like, when I was working at Konna Sabler, the opener was so important, you know, the art director would be like, do you have the opener? Do you have the opener? Like, shoot that's so much. Would, he but stress so much about this. Is is either it's a horizontal image that says, okay, you know, this is Rajasthan. It'll be a landscape image or if it's, for example, if it's like a, a temple story, it would have a long shot of temple and a macro of like flowers or something. So like images together make like brilliant correction, you know.
0: Absolutely. Uh, one of my favorites as well. I just saw it like a few minutes ago before with you and it's already one of my favorites. Let's actually talk a little yeah. bit about uh, some of uh, your specific works. You're a photographer that's not active on Instagram. That's
1: uh, yeah, That's something I wanted to address as well. Yeah, yeah um, <laughs> a lot of my friends are actually, uh, you know, posting messages on this. And I get a lot of flack from uh, of my friends for not following them on Instagram. Is I, I try to, at max, treat it as a work thing. Uh, and um, I feel like the algorithm just works in your favor so much that you try to make similar stuff. You know, while you're in, it's a great space for inspiration, like Pinterest. If you know exactly what you want, you go to Pinterest, it will give you exactly what you want. But somebody like me who's still building their visual style and who's relatively new in this field, for me, I need to be objectively be looking at like other forms of work. And that's one of the reasons why I'm not. Like, only recently have I started posting on Instagram, you know, my own work. Everything is on the website, but I realized that Instagram is a great, it's a beautiful tool, okay? Like, it's a beautiful tool, but I just realized that I also like my um, time away from devices. So, um, um, it's a beautiful tool, but I use it especially not for engagement, but for like putting my work out there. Um, Because I want to find my own visual style rather than if I... the kind of travel imagery—it's all the same on Instagram. it's so similar. Um, right. Even my inspirations, travel photography, successfully were Frederick Nagara Tom Parker. They all have a distinct style, and they don't look from Instagram. You know, they've uh, honed their skin looking at photo books, reading so many things. So um, I feel like we are all becoming so much more similar—not just in photography, but in life. You know, different similar views, and uh, and I try to just collect different viewpoints, not just mm-hmm. photography, but also like and many other things. So yes. um, Instagram just is the same thing that you like, essentially. Yeah,
0: it's, a, it's a beautiful contradiction. And I, I would like to point that out, you know, for being a photographer and not uh, being so active on Instagram, which is sort of built for people, yeah. technically built for people like you after it's built for everyone else, the, uh, I actually want yeah. to talk a little bit about the travel portion of your photography as well. We are now uh, yeah. basically barred from traveling for, we don't know how long. And being a travel yeah. photographer and being a food photographer, yeah. and I wouldn't say any sort of yeah. food photographer, you marry travel and food photography. This must be especially challenging yeah. for you. But also giving you a chance, like you yeah. said, to sort of explore your creativity. So can we talk a little bit yeah. about this, yeah. uh, this is, this is a, a still under wraps project that you're doing currently during uh, during COVID. Yeah, so can you talk it, about it, your uh, sort of inspiration uh, and I'll just switch the camera over again and you can walk us through this
1: yeah um yeah this is actually uh you know when i uh came to my hometown of kerala i you know being a travel photographer i didn't have anything to shoot so um this is actually my father and it's a series of pictures of him at home you know and it's a developing of work um let's actually go from the picture one you know so i can like guide you on like okay what are the thought process behind all of this okay so again like i said earlier setting the context okay Straight up, normal portrait, you know, that this is who the story is about, you know. So get that out of the way and then go, go forward. Yeah, I, again, I will go back. With this picture, what I wanted to convey was like him sort of like boxed in, you know, compositionally. He is boxed in in this time of Corona. So that's why I framed him. He was just sitting there. It just like creatively and technically also fit in the composition. And uh, keep scrolling, keep scrolling yeah and I, I think it's important to I you know I have never documented any of my family you know my brother has two kids and I haven't even taken many pictures of them I just wanted to like really document my family and I think this has given me inspiration to do it further to really um, make portraits of people while they're healthy and my dad's super healthy so I wanted to not really document his his portrait go back go back for example like Things that are valuable to him, like I like. If if you just go on a macro view, I'll tell you how you know. Like I've tried to break the storytelling aspect of it. Go down, go down, go down, 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 down. down. Okay. Okay. So, um, uh, click on. Okay. Do you see those two images? Okay. One is actually his uh, his shirt that's like in the um, dressing area of of his bedroom, and then. These clothes are also hand in the house. So it makes a coordination, you know, visually, and uh, even his feet, his feet. Okay, go go to the image of the feet. Okay, click on that. Click on that. Okay, so these two images, I don't know what it will be in the future. If it's going to be a book, it will look great together, you know, like clothes, for feet, and like and the shoes. So I'm just trying different like permutations and combinations of how to um, really approach the body of work, it's still in development. Honestly, I um, it's it's something that I should have done long, long back. Uh, and I am so grateful that okay, this is the time to like actually finish this. I, it's, like, I don't want to call the body of work. It's just... Pictures my dad said, you know, some pictures really ate beautifully, And know for a fact that these ate beautifully after like eight, two months, you know, right. I can imagine what I would be five years later. Like I might, I might be crying. Like, I don't know. Right. So, but if I didn't do body of work, I just would, you know, never be able to enjoy it. Right. I
0: also wanted to ask you, you've obviously chosen a, a reason for this to be all black and white. Uh, what was that? What was the reason behind
1: mm-hmm. that? You know, it's, Uh, I think one, to like sort of connect it together, uh, oh. visually, the whole Theme of it connected visually, and I think there is a uh, like I said, you know, these pictures. A, I it to age beautifully, and there's no other medium than black and white to do that. Uh, it is timeless, you know. For me, I think the best kind of pictures that I take are timeless. Um, even even when you like look back, it, it shouldn't be set in 2020, and I wanted that. Um, it could have been taken in like 1975, could have you know still been relevant now. So. Timeless is a huge team that I want to focus going forward and become Jeet boss is what was so good, you know, I'm mostly black and white. It's really right. timeless. So that's fantastic. that's why it's black and white. Yeah, so yeah. What
0: I'm going to do is I'm actually going to post the link to your website on our bio as well. Uh, I feel like in the yeah. short 20 minutes, we've been through a whole journey with you to uh, Ladakh, to to now to your hometown, meeting your uh, father as well. This has been absolutely fantastic. Yeah, thank
1: exactly. you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, man. Yeah, Umang, it was so nice to talk to you, man. And, yeah,
0: I know it was short, but uh, I think it was super, super fun. It was, uh, I, we got to know your creative process and a little bit of about your journey and your ability to capture emotion like no one I've seen in a long time.
1: Yeah, and dude, thanks so much for talking, like, talking to all these creatives and really making your co-working space into the digital platform. It's a beautiful initiative to I'm looking forward to all the other chats on the platform. Yeah,
0: I'd love to have you here once we do reopen.
1: I would love to, I don't know when I'm coming back to Bombay, but uh, I I love co-working spaces like and yours looks beautiful. So hopefully in the near future when things look brighter. Yeah.
0: Thanks so much again. Have a great day. Okay.
1: Cheers, man. Yeah, Yeah. bye. Talk soon. Talk soon.